Hello and welcome to our YPN Leadership Journey interview. I am Kim Moser, your YPN manager and host for our event today. With me, not at Y of the USA, as you can see, I have Glenn Gunderson from the YMCA of the Greater Twin Cities, the third largest Y in the country, and we're excited to hear his story. So let's get started. So hi, Glenn, how are you today? Hey, Kim, I'm doing great, and thanks for having me, and uh, welcome to all the YPN members that have called in today. Oh, thanks so much. We're excited you're here and appreciate your time. So let's get started just learning more about you. If you could, let's go back a few years and maybe share with us um, your experience growing up, some things about your family, maybe what you loved doing as a child and where you grew up. Sure thing. Uh, so I grew up in a small town, St. Francis, Minnesota, about 45 minutes north of Minneapolis. I uh, was born actually in a small town in southwestern Minnesota. Parents were both teachers, have two sisters, one three years younger, one six years younger. And we like to say we grew up on a hobby farm, a small farm uh, that had all kinds of fun wrapped around it. We had about 15 acres to run around, climb trees, play basketball. Uh, we uh, raised horses and raced horses, which is something that probably very few people know about my past. But from the age of eight to about 18, I raced a quarter horse by the name of Chico, who was a pretty good athlete and won some races around a kind of a regional area uh, up here and uh, uh, grew up playing a whole lot of basketball and baseball. I uh, had a lot of passion for youth sports. Uh, we uh, had a pretty modest uh, start to life, uh, but had a great experience uh, with very engaged grandparents. I had uh, all four of my grandparents until I was 33 uh, and uh, a few of them uh, well after that. Uh, and so we had a very tight-knit family, uh, a lot of uh, amazing kind of work ethic lessons that came from that extended family. But the other thing that I did a lot of as a kid was music. So I was a drummer and uh, friends convinced me to join the choir in high school so I could go on a European uh, trip with the choir. And then that spawned uh, becoming what uh, my friends like to call a boy band before boy bands existed. So me and three good buddies uh, had a uh, kind of an acapella group that played at parties, competed at talent competitions, uh, made a pretty good fool of our collective selves uh, over those years. But uh, it was a great experience uh, traveling a little bit uh, and using music uh, to have some fun. So what did you major in and did that major prepare you for a Y career? Did you always want a Y career? Yeah, that's a great question. So when I was in college, um, we had the ability to tailor majors to a degree. So I um, uh, tailored a exercise physiology major and then um, uh, and kind of a concentration or a minor for most folks out there uh, in economics. And my initial instinct was uh, I had three things that I was interested in doing potentially. One was a sportscaster. Um, I found that out through an internship that that probably wasn't uh, the place where I should spend my time. Um, I always dreamed of being an NBA executive. I loved the sport and I loved the pinnacle of the sport at the time. And I thought, well, maybe I could someday be a front office person with an NBA franchise. And then I also had this, probably the most consummate dream for me was uh, going down a sports medicine path. So I envisioned myself being a, a doctor of physical therapy or a, or a sports medicine doc of some kind, helping athletes return to the, the gym, the, the field uh, faster, um, and maybe helping uh, them with preventative activity that could help them achieve optimal success on the field. And so those were things that I left college thinking I might do. And when I first left college, I was taking a year off to save up because I was out of money to invest in graduate school. 
And as I did that, I uh, found a couple things. I found a broadcast internship with an NBC affiliate here in town in Minneapolis, and I went to work for a health club just on a part-time basis, thinking that um, I, th these were things I could do, get some interesting experience, save some money, and then maybe invest in graduate school or a medical school down the line. And I actually fell in love with helping people be healthy. That was something that just convicted me. I, the broadcasting thing was interesting, but um, I wasn't uh, probably going to have a long, uh, prosperous, prosperous career in it. And uh, something that also would have forced me to move to a very small town, uh, maybe uh, far outside of where my family was. And so it didn't uh, sound like the greatest idea. So what led you from those passions to finding a why? Mm. So my, uh, my career was, has always been in well-being. I love helping people be healthy. And uh, so I was fortunate to work in a number of organizations that, whose focus or mission was well-being. Um, Valley Health and Tennis Corporation, Red Brick Health, which was an early stage health technology company at the time. And then probably my most formative uh, career uh, opportunity prior to the Y was with Lifetime Fitness. And um, in each case, I learned a little bit of something different, which I think paved the way for me to come to the Y. And I've told folks that would listen that I wish I would have found the Y about 10 years earlier. But with Bally, I had a sales and marketing opportunity and worked for a very large public company. With Lifetime, we were um, very early stage uh, when I started there, a tiny company at the time. And it grew from about $3 million in revenues to about $1 billion in revenues at, uh, while I was there. And so I got a chance to go through every season in life from raising money from, to, from angel investors to kind of propagate and sustain the company to um, uh, helping, you know, roll out its brand and its marketing strategy and ultimately uh, leading some, some strategic business development functions. And in, that, in which case it went from tiny to a reasonably good sized company. And then with Redbrick, I had a chance to run a company. Um, on behalf of the founding leadership there, which were exceptional, uh, smart folks. Uh, and so I learned a lot. Um, and that was um, early stage again, smaller, very fast growing, and uh, very um, entrepreneurial. Um, every one of us really having a chance to be quite creative and try to learn um, on the job, fail fast, uh, and continue to improve uh, the products and services on behalf of the customer. And um, I was going through um, an amazing growth uh, phase, both the company's growth and my own growth at Redbrick, when um, we looked like we were going to sell to a large uh, buyer. And at the point, I was a principal to that potential sale, and I got a call from the search firm uh, here in Minneapolis that led the search for this job. And when I learned of the job, my initial reaction, and hopefully no booze in the audience, but my initial reaction was I turned it down. I didn't think it was the right thing for me at the time. I didn't know the depth of the social mission of the why, had no concept for uh, the amazing work that gets done here. And so I turned it down. And about two weeks later, the sale of Red Brick was heating up. I got a call from a mentor who said, who basically knocked me over the head and said, what are you doing? You know, the YMCA would be perfect for your values, your personal mission your love of community. And so on the strength of a mentor's recommendation, I went back and said I would uh, meet with a search firm. And I'm very thankful I did. Um, it's the best job I've ever had. It, I, I was really convicted by it through the interview process. And some of you may be on the call have heard this, but I was, because I didn't know the why, I was really hungry to learn as much as I could so I could at least be an effective interviewer. 
um, or interviewee. And I, I didn't, um, I, I wanted to, to honor the situation that way. So I talked to about 170 people leading up to uh, my inter first interviews with the Y, the search firm and the search committee. And in doing so, learned amazing things. I learned that when folks weren't committed uh, to the Y, they had incredible misperceptions or mis misconceptions of what the Y was. And I thought in my own mind that that was a pretty cool brand opportunity that perhaps we could communicate its mission more clearly. And for those that were connected to the why, I was blown away. And you'd hear things like the why saved my life. I met my spouse at the why. I'm not the person I am without the why. And, and so to me, there was something very magical about what the why was doing uh, that I wanted to be a part of. Oh, that's wonderful. I look forward to hearing more about that and hoping to see it in an action one day. So what do you believe are the characteristics and actions that you used to get where you are today? Well, I think work ethic for, foremost, and I say that in that um, I, I, I say I talk about work ethic a lot, but I talk about it in the context of my personal values. So um, I think it's important for any of you out there to think about um, what are those values? How clearly are those understood? In what order do they fall? And for me, it's faith, family and service to others and service to others is where my vocation or my work comes in. Um, I think work ethic um, is is a, a critically uh, important uh, characteristic. So you mentioned mentors. Yeah. If you don't mind, share with us some of the mentors that you've had throughout your life, yeah. and then how important is it for our members to seek out mentors or to be a mentor? Yeah, I think it's so important. I, one of the, I I believe it's one of the most important things for you as a de, uh, to develop fully as a human being, much less as a Y professional. And you know it's so easy to get stuck in our ruts and have our blinders on and really maybe not uh, objectively see where our opportunities for development are. So um, that's fundamentally why I think about it. My foremost mentors uh, in my life, uh, certainly first and foremost, were my parents, and they continue to be continue to be a great source of kind of they build my confidence just based on their selflessness and their service to others and. My father's kind of, if I boiled everything down that he used to focus on with us as kids as we were developing, it was really whatever you do, go out and serve. 